0: On Wednesdays, we do White Coat Wednesday with Dr. Mitch Shulman, but we bring him in especially when we have some medical stories we need some uh, detail on. And Dr. Mitch joins us right now. Good morning. Good morning to you, sir. Okay, so salt. Uh, We are constantly told that uh, too much salt is bad for us, and now there's a renewed warning that perhaps we're still consuming too much salt.
1: It's basically a worldwide concern, and basically the World Health Organization is saying, listen guys, we all know that there's too much salt in all of our foods and what we do, Uh, why aren't you doing anything about it? And so they've come out with a report looking at the uh, scores for each country and how well they're doing in Canada not doing very well because whereas there are voluntary guidelines in our lovely country telling us to reduce the amount of salt, there's nothing official. And the problem with not making it compulsory is maybe they'll do it, maybe they won't. And if one company does it and another doesn't, uh, you may be putting one or the other at a a disadvantage. And so once you make it compulsory, everyone has to toe the line. So make it compulsory that we know how much salt is in our food by the proper labeling. Make it compulsory that uh, companies have to do the maximum they can to reduce the amount of salt. And most people listening right now are going, Hey, what's this Dr. Showman talking about? Who cares? I don't add salt to my food. What you may not realize is there's salt in almost everything that you eat that's processed. In other words, any food that you're not making from scratch probably has had some salt snuck into it so without realizing it you're getting a whopping amount of salt every single day and we know that a lot of people are extremely sensitive to salt in terms of what it does to their blood pressure not everyone is like that but most people are and so if you reduce salt you reduce the risk of developing high blood pressure and all the things that go along with high blood pressure Uh, the risk of heart attack and stroke and all those other things so at the end of the day, the World Health Organization is reminding us salt isn't good, small amounts maybe, but certainly not more than the equivalent of a teaspoon all day. It's hidden in a lot of our foods, and we've got to do a better job at protecting Canadians against that because they won't know it's in the food unless it's labeled, unless the companies are forced to remove it from those foods.
0: Okay, well that's an interesting point, Dr. Mitch, because one of the things I learned years ago was um, that salt is not necessarily used in order to create saltiness. Sometimes it's used because it makes a cracker crispier, for example. Yeah. So you're right, we don't know if it's there.
1: That's right, and there's a lot of foods. In fact, I I challenge anyone out there. No, I don't. I would never do that. But in theory, I would challenge you to look at a label, a food label, that doesn't have salt in it, unless the food is specifically advertised as not having any salt. They'll often say no added salt, but there's salt in there already. So that's what I'm saying. Anything that's processed almost always has some salt in it, which is why we're exposed to so much without realizing it every day.
0: Okay, I wanted to move to another medical story. And every once in a while, we go through a certain mania where everybody's talking about a product, in this case, Ozempic. I've come across it, I can't say how many times in the last few months. And apparently, it's not exactly the quick fix weight loss solution people think it is.
1: You know, the way you're advertised, the way that you get to see all this stuff is, oh my God, you take it, you inject yourself once a week and the fat is just going to melt away and you're going to be svelte and be able to wear your bikini this summer. The truth of the matter is, if you have severe overweight problems, obesity, morbid obesity and all that, as part of a plan that includes exercise and eating properly, Ozempic, which is semaglutide, a glucagon, L-like um uh, like protein one receptor agonist. In English, something that helps your body deal with insulin and desire to eat very well. So there's a number of these compounds. There's at least four in Canada by injection and I think one or two that have an, inje- uh, an indication for weight control. So it's not the only one that's out there. But if you're not watching your weight, exercising, eating properly and using this, not only is it not going to work very well, but you run the risk of all the side effects, the nausea, the tummy problems, the bloating and all that. They can be. They can cause inflammation of the pancreas, pancreatitis. It can cause gallbladder diseases. It can cause all sorts of other things. So as part of a regimen for someone who's morbidly obese and having real health concerns... It does work, and it's a great uh, adjunct for those people, and maybe they can avoid bariatric surgery or maybe it becomes part of that weight loss surgery plan and everything else that they're doing. But for the person who's looking to melt away a few pounds in order to get ready for the summer or for the beach or for their bikini or for whatever, this is a really bad move. And that message is not getting across to people because of the way it's being promoted, whether it's in social media or advertising. And so a lot of doctors are feeling a lot of pressure from patients to start them on this medication, which in reality would not be good for them. And the other thing to remember is this means a lifelong commitment, not just exercise and diet and all that, but to the medication. Mm. Um, We know that if you stop the medication, most people put on almost all of the weight So this is a lifelong commitment unless you're able to do other things at the same time and not a medication that should be taken for granted or whose side
0: effects should be taken lightly. Dr. Mitch, always a pleasure. Thank you, sir. It's a pleasure. Have a great weekend. That's our medical correspondent, Dr. Mitch Shulman. Very happy doctor.